Welcome to the Shire Fit Podcast. We created this podcast to help you achieve your goals. I'm Jack Fletney, the founder of Shire Fit, and my aim is to give you the best fitness, business, and mindset advice so you can go and smash your goals. Righto, we're on, we're live. Sweet. Um, Hello guys, welcome to another Shy Fit podcast. Uh, we're very lucky today because we do have uh, a Shy Fit legend in the house, Josh. Josh, how are you doing? You're right. Yeah, doing good. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, very well. Thank you. Good. So, Josh uh, has been big part of Shy Fit for the, about the last two or three years um, in terms of being a new member going through his training experience with us. He's also worked for us um, over a short amount of time during summer holidays and things. Uh, and he's also gone across and go and visited lots of other boxes as he's got more and more involved with this style of training. And I thought it'd be a fantastic podcast to get uh, Josh on just to talk about his experiences in terms of being brand new to sort of coming into a uh, functional fitness gym or a CrossFit gym, yeah. uh, visiting other places, learning about the training and uh, and talk from some of your experiences from it mate but to begin with yeah. we also we, we're doing a fun fact today and you just okay. tell me you just told me what your fun fact is which is pretty interesting mate so go ahead um i've got kind of like it's like it's, it's like a two-in-one fun fact so when i was younger i had really small lungs so i had steroids put into my lungs to make them bigger also i had heart surgery when i was four years old to have a, a metal spring put in my heart so i'm basically iron man on steroids and people have been already messaging since finding this out saying, why has this not affected your wad times? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'll have to talk to you about it. I love or, it. I or, love or do more for something like that. Um, mate, wicked. So you've been, in terms of your training stuff and things yep. like that, you've done lots of sports in the past. Yeah. Um, how did you initially get into any kind of like physical training or getting keen for it? Um, I've always been quite like a, a big, uh, well, as a child, I've always been quite tall and quite big. And I think from a younger age, I think my parents wanted me to do some sort of physical exercise. Yeah. And so I tried football when I was younger. I did that, that didn't work. But I was just too big and heavy. Too <laughs> and gangly. Yeah, too gangly, too yeah, limby. Yeah. yeah. And then I think my mum told me to try try rugby. And so my dad took me down to a training session. And then it was it was tag rugby at that point. I was no good at tag. Was everyone so was much quicker than me. <laughs> yeah. And then I came back for the contact sessions. I thought, yeah. The, the, this is it and then it got from there really i play rugby ever since so yeah you still play it now still still play now yeah for university um so it was it rugby that sort of got you initially into physical training wanting to get fitter or was it more of a i just enjoy doing it or wanted to try and see what it's about um i've always enjoyed doing um physical stuff like pe was always one of my favorite lessons at school and rugby it kind of goes hand in hand with that because you got your performance on the pitch and then you have your training and then your improvements which you can do off the field which is which is I kind of do like that such that kind of um, way of thinking about it because you, you, you've got the gym where you can make yourself better and you can show that on the field in your performance and you can show everyone else that oh yeah look at him he's doing good and yeah, show your teammates that's really true I think um a big one that we've always talked about is what we say like use your fitness and it's a yeah. hashtag that people use on Instagram all yeah. the time but it's the ability you know like you love the training you do and go in the gym but make sure you do apply it sometimes and I suppose you're right it can be applied to things like sport um, uh, it can be applied to things like just going outdoors or yeah. go walking or going trying things and I think um, that's so important because you can actually suddenly actually 
appreciate and I think the biggest feedback I get from members when they contact is how the training not about what the training's done in terms of oh it got me a new PB or things like that it's more so it's helped me do this yeah it's true it's helped me be able to go and go and play with the grandkids it's been helped me to be able to go and climb this mountain or do the three peaks challenge or it's given me the confidence to go and enter this and that's that I think you're right that's what it's all about so training then it sounds like you got into it very much like I did how what what did you do initially then was it on your own giving it a go or um yeah so when I was 14 I kind of like opened my arms up to the gym because everyone else around me was like oh yeah it's good gym because at that that point we had a school gym but it wasn't like one of the like amazing places it was like a barbell weights and a few pull-up bars Mm. and the rower and so at that point we used to go in there on our lunch breaks and just um just throw down basically and it's deadlift bench press and um uh, shoulder press was, was one of the main three lifts really at that age that. and then occasionally you jump on the cardio the cardio equipment <laughs> occasionally, occasionally you've been, been the keyword and then we had quite a good coach at a younger stage because he built a um a sled and we used to pound the weight on push it up and down the astroturf out in the sun so that was that, that was that was good fun and then from there when i went to 15 16 the, some crossfit gyms were opening up and then we were and then one of the boys got interested in it, and then he obviously talked to the the, the like the head coach there, and uh, she said, "Yeah, bring the boys down." So we hopped on the school bus, went down to training, and I remember the first session ever. Um, where was that? Do you remember what it was called or where um, it was? Or... Yeah, it's, it's in Dubai, and it's bit oh, what is it? It's Jumeirah Lake Towers. Okay, I'll, I'll find the think the name of it yeah. later, and uh, it's it's like a Reebok gym, and we had uh, the first workout. It was rower. Um, it was on the rower run. I think handstand push-ups was in it as well. And I've never ever done a handstand in my life. And we were told to um, try and hold hold on the wall. So you, we kicked up on the wall. I remember just falling straight back down and then just <laughs> hanging out on the rower and trying to run around this building block in like 30, 30 degree heat, just absolutely just just getting destroyed. And that part, I thought, oh well, okay, this is quite cool. And I just thought, and it's gone from there really. And then we kind of brought that started training over into the school gym so at lunchtime we do a workout there which could be power cleans or deadlift or on the on the rower and then after school we go down to the crossfit gym and then we do I mean, then we do a workout there as well and that how it kind of kick-started really and then oh, I, fantastic. yeah and then i left the buy and i came back to shower through which my uncle my uncle found yeah, of course. And yeah. uh, in terms of you, obviously a big part there is that you lived out in Dubai. Yeah. Um, what what took you out there? Was it family and? Yeah, um, it was family orientated. So, but I, my dad moved out there with a job, and I I moved out I moved out there at the age of four. So I grew up playing rugby there, and that's where I found the love for rugby. I also found the love for training, and then moved back when I was sixteen on my own to go to boarding school. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. And that's that's when you actually that's then what come I found. across, wasn't you? Yeah. Come across into Shirefit. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose that's your initial bit. And was that the only CrossFit box you ever visited before you come over to Shirefit? Yes. Was it? Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and one thing I wanted to try and sort of talk about as well today was obviously when you first come to Shirefit because yeah. um, what I love about CrossFit and I think I, what I love about like the small boutique niche gyms yeah, is that they've all got something so different. That's true. That's, you walk yeah. into every single one; they've got something different about them. Whether it be their culture, their layout, their branding, yeah. um, their just their whole atmosphere, and um, I think that's what makes it 
you know, I think what makes it competitive, I think what makes it really, really good in terms of the way that we're going in the future with these kind of gyms. Yeah. So, yeah, what was your probably what taught me for your experience of coming to Shirefair and uh, yeah, what you what you thought was really good, what you thought was actually not very good, um, and what you sort of compared. Um, well, coming to Shirefair was was like my first experience of a like of like joining up at joining to across the gym, not just going there after school. And so I arrived there. I remember seeing all the uh, the flags hanging down and the seeing and the t-shirts up against the wall. I was like, well, th- this is quite cool. And then I'm, I'm, I met yourself and you introduced me to the class. I was like, okay. Uh, and then I was obviously quite nervous. As I said, I've never met any of these people before. And there was a workout with, uh, I think it was power cleans in it. And then I was doing all, I was doing the workout. I remember you came up to me and changed the technique slightly. At that point, I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of feel better now. Because like, you, I normally used to get quite a bit of lower back pain with it. Like it, it, the muscles would get tight. Yeah. And then changing the way I lift, it that pain went away. So instantly, I was hooked to that. Oh well, if he was able to change this to me, how much would he else be able to change? Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like the vibe and the culture we've got here, because. Um, it's such a different style of training in a fun environment rather than a competitive environment. Yeah. Where people, I find people enjoy it more here because everyone's here for the same reason. And that's not to smash a qualifier and go compete at, um, at, at, at an event. That's people coming here from work, just want to blow out all their steam from work and have a laugh with their mates. Maybe have a, and maybe have a joke around a little bit in the class, but then when it's time to work, they do put, put the hard work in and that shows massively all, all around the gym even if that's in the like in the, in the waiting area in the shop or all that's always always on the floor or even if it's outside say if we do like a team one and have a barbecue afterwards that whole experience there with with the members is something else you can't really find in other crossfit gyms mm. and, and that's like how i fell in love with Jaifit really so that's amazing that's really nice to hear as well because uh, i think that we spoke about it before anyway but that is like for me, that's my goal with Shire yep. Fit. I wanted to try and make a gym that wasn't intimidating and I wanted to make a gym where actually, you know, the nature of CrossFit is all about competition in the yep. sense of, you know, competing against yourself or others. Yeah. Um, but I did want to try and make it actually move it more towards actually your way to get better, but you need to enjoy the process. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think just by enjoying it makes it such a nice atmosphere yeah, to come and train, doesn't yeah. it? But yeah, I remember I remember that first session when we come in and we had power cleans, and yeah, you naturally, you know, you naturally weren't hinging, so you yeah. your back and things. So it's quite easy things to fix for you that you start yeah. to learn. And well, what you know, what you've always been always wanted to do is always wanted to learn which is like a yeah. perfect student someone that wants yeah. to learn and listen and apply it's good it's fantastic so yeah you obviously started training at shire fit and yep. um it was like here and there wasn't it because yeah. the way of your schooling and uh, and the way you're away quite a bit yeah so at the moment it's kind of it's kind of the same thing at the moment really but i would go away for school in the schooling months so but then i always have the summer and christmas off and then whenever i was here like Around around the area, I was always make sure I'm booked in for sessions either every day or every every other day. So in the summer, I do a block of pure CrossFit to get my get my fitness up, and then hopefully that kind of overlaps into my schooling or university months away. And just trying to, and just trying to uh, to keep going like that in in that way in in that sense. So I would train in the summer, go to university for a few months or school, come back for Christmas break, and then train again, and then 
try to try and hold on for that big month, but that big period <laughs> yeah. from Christmas and to I suppose summer. This moves on to a nice <laughs> because obviously Josh is famous for when he does come in. He plays catch up. Yeah, so yeah, just, stupidly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I always love the first day that Josh returns back to Sharpit to go and train because he comes in with these plans of yeah. doing three or four hero ones back to back, playing catch up. I think you know you've ed- you've been educated, you've learned a lot more as you've started to do it more. But yeah. I think the best story for me was I remember coming in. I literally just turned up one afternoon over to Sharpit Corby. And, it was not uh, long after it opened. It, yeah, it was it not was, long yeah, after. Yeah, it was. And um, I remember. <laughs> sat in reception and he would cut his hands and his hands were bleeding and he was taping them up I was like Josh what have you done he goes I've just done Murph and I was like mate that's a brutal workout I said oh, you just got yeah. straight back into it he's like yeah and I was like why are you taping your hands up now and he's like I want to go in there and go and do another one in a minute. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the hell? <laughs> but no, yeah. you know, I think um, you can't, at the same time, having that kind of enthusiasm for it is exactly what got me into doing it, got me trying to get better and trying to yeah. compete and, and eventually actually got us to the point of wanting to open a, open a gym as well. Yeah. So uh, in terms of your training experience, you've then obviously, you have gone to different boxes, haven't you? As, yes. you've, as you've moved around. Yeah. What I would love to hear about is um, you're more, more than welcome to go and give those boxes shout outs and we can tag them as well. But just talk about some of the amazing things they've done. Yeah. Okay. Also talk about like some of the things that you thought could be better because I know we have quite a lot of gym owners that listen yeah. and often they'll listen to things that I've said, but actually hearing it from a member's perspective is really, really okay. important. Um, and uh, yeah, just give us a little bit of a background on some of the gyms you've been to. So I've been lucky enough to travel quite a bit so I've experienced uh, quite a few boxes really uh, one of the main ones that does stand out for me is the one over in uh, Bali which is in Ind- Indonesia yeah that one's called CrossFit Wonderlust and that's like a quite a cool gym because it's tucked away but it once you find it it's massive and they've opened up com- to a complete uh, huge floor plan and quite a few of the uh, famous games athletes go there and it's it's not like a gym for people who who are permanently there because Bali is quite a, like a, a travelling type, type of country, so people come and people go. And so that the the gym there they offer like week memberships or a month mem- memberships or three month period. So it it just depends when people actually come there. So it's like and they have like a, a um, not really a shop, more more like a cafe on on the side of it as well. And so that like, that helps people with like, their food stuff, and it's always CrossFit related, CrossFit related, CrossFit related food. So you go there, do a class and train, and you, and you and you come out and you have your like post workout meal, or even if you wanted to come down for like a coffee or snack or, or yeah. something like that, you can go down there. And it's not like they have all the top notch equipment. It's a gym where people can just drop in and go, which I, I kind of like that that's that style, but. It just depends on what type of like what type of area you're in. Like for example, going back to what I said about Bali, it's quite like a travelling place. So people yeah. will come in who who do CrossFit or do some sort of weightlifting or gymnastics. So that they have that facility to train there, and then they'll just leave because they're onto a, a different part of their life or they're, yeah. they're travelling somewhere else. So that's one box I've been to, which is quite cool. And what was the? Do I suppose just quickly. I think by the sounds of it, they've nailed exactly what their brand is about. Yeah. And, and you know their their demographic. What. Yeah what is their culture like in terms of when you you know when you go in and how um, how does it work and what do you think of it um it's quite cool how it works because all the coaches there are english okay and so and then the owner is american and so 
when you arrive there, they kind of they know what type of people they're going to get. They're going to get the um, novice people who maybe who have just started CrossFit and want to continue their training, or you've got like a higher end people who who are who are on, who are on holiday but still want to train. <coughs> Excuse me. And so they're really good at they're really good at adapting to that. And their whole mentality over there is um, work hard, and then it'll, it'll pay off. So that's one thing I'd take away from that gym, and put it in put it into like another gym. Say if, if I was to make my own, if if I was to make my own gym, I'd take a little bit of aspects from each other, each gym I've been to and put it into this one. Yeah. And then one of the other ones I've been to is in Dubai, which which isn't the one I started at. It's another one called CrossFit Gold Box, and this gym there's two. There's one in Business Bay and there's one in Alcoos, and um, it's really quite cool how they set set out to be, because they have different classes. <coughs> so you have your normal class, you have your RX class, which I'll go on to, and you've got your Hero World class and you've got your Team World class. And the way they, the way they plan it out is it works really well because over in Dubai, as we, as we know, it's a Middle Eastern country, and some some women may not may not want to train with other men because it's, it's their culture over there. So they have different classes, so like a ladies' class, a lady a ladies' barbell class, which is their own. So the gym completely closes, and then like only ladies are in for that day or some or, or like a specific time. So that's really again um, adapting to the environment they're in and the the culture surrounding them, which <coughs> which is quite a decent thing for them to do. And like obviously each each crossfit gym has their specific own equipment, so some may have ropes, some may not have ropes, some may some may have the top of the notch equipment, some may not have top of top of the notch top of the notch equipment. But each gym I've been to, they've really nailed it on the head with what type of equipment they need and what type of equipment they don't need. For example, in Dubai, it's very um, maybe I don't want to say. It's very well. It is quite an aesthetically pleasing place to go. So you'll see with the people there, they train heavily in bodybuilding and and uh, and strongmen. So for example, the gym there, they have the facility to do a bodybuilding session, and they also have the strongman equipment. So they've got out the stones, they've got uh, sleds, they've got uh, big like elephant bars. They've also got um, what what's those things called? You put on your shoulder and walk with them. Yoke. <laughs> yes, yeah, they got a few yokes as well. They got some tires and all, all the all the strongman equipment there, so that's cool as well. And then one of the uh, other boxes I've been to, well, I've been to quite a few around the UK, but one of them I've been to most recently is CrossFit Nidius over in Gloucester. Oh yes, yeah. There's and Anita, Anita, yeah, Anita, um, co- uh, coach there with her husband. It's it's really it's really good gym. And uh, I haven't been for a while, but uh, from the from their social media, they're doing very well. So yeah. that's good, really. Oh, that's amazing. like the top three I've been to, really. And you've been to every box in the UK, have you? <coughs> well, um, Shifer I've been to. I've been to one up north. I can't, I can't remember the name. Okay. And that's about it, really. Um, I think what you, one thing you said there is really, really key. I think uh, something I've definitely learned is yeah. nailing down on... This is probably for gym owners, or if you're looking to net, like open a gym soon, is... I probably made the mistake in the past of trying to do too much at once. Yeah, you got in terms of offering pace. everything, but yeah. you need to you need to have your service that your brand delivers. Yeah, and that might, like you said, there be the style of training. 
Yeah. Um, and it might, or it might be the layout, or it might be whatever you do. But you've got to have the way you do it, and you can't spend too much time trying to do other yeah. things for everybody. You've got to stick exactly to what your brand's about. I suppose that's yeah. for any business as well. You've got yes. to do what you do best and stick to it. And obviously, then you can start to evolve with that as the business starts to grow. But yeah, um, yeah I've made a mistake definitely of like you said about class types there. You know, yeah. trying to have all the bits of kit and trying to get everything right actually it's probably not the it's optimal not that, way of yeah. being yeah um okay what about in terms of experiences within coming to crossfit gyms um was there anything where you've been negative because i know obviously there's a lot of chat about mm. um about one thing with crossfit gyms is uh very much like myself when we first set up i opened the gym with no business acumen no idea yeah. of what i was going to do no idea of how to look after customers or anything like that but what i didn't enjoy doing was being on the coach floor and that's a lot i think that's a massive thing for a lot of gym owners is yeah. there anything in your head that springs to mind um i'll give you one as an example when i first started into crossfit okay. was i would contact quite a lot of crossfit boxes and i would get nothing yeah. in return yeah. Um, so I'd, I, I remember, I remember as an example, I was visiting, I was visiting down in the southwest, and I contact, emailed, and rang, I think five different boxes, yeah. and I didn't get one response from any of them. Yeah. Um, and that was a big one for me initially. And I think hopefully, and I definitely know it's a bit of a trend in that changing. But is there yeah. anything in your, in your head that and sort of springs to mind? Um, going off what what you said, I think is important for other coaches and the boxes to talk to talk to each other because say if what if, if one box is struggling in a certain area um because that every coach loves to talk and loves to um show their members what how to do a specific movement on the gym floor mm. if you come away from that you, and you strip it down to the right beginning it really starts out when the members first see it online about what your gym's about and also if you take the next step from there it's them arriving at the gym so that's before all all that's before they even step foot onto the gym floor you have to make sure they're welcome you have to make sure they know what type of training they're going to be doing and you also have to make sure what kind of experience they're going to get with it because say if i if i google crossfit gyms in in uh newcastle somewhere like somewhere that that and I, which I, I don't know any gym, any gym, crossfit gyms in newcastle so i don't want to annoy anyone up there and um so if i, if I saw one saying oh we're open six to nine one class is at 715 and then i say oh cool i'll book into 715 class i'll be kind of lost because i have no idea what 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 the class is about i don't know what kind of culture they're in all i know is i booked in for some sort of class or some yeah. sort of physical physical exercise at, at this gym and then i'll just turn up and then say if i didn't get greeted or say say if i walked in and the coach wasn't there at reception or someone who wasn't working there at reception I'll just walk walk into a, a a group of people I've never met before in my life. I'm gonna feel quite intimidated by that. Also, I think that's really key for for new cost of boxes and cost of boxes at the moment. You have to really empathise on new members because as soon as you make sure they feel they feel welcome, I can damn sure they're not gonna leave. Okay. Yeah. And that's one thing you need really need to look at in the bigger in the bigger picture because you're all well and good if you're in in, in four walls on the on. On the floor, teaching them how to how to, how to do a movement, but you're never going to get them back in if they don't feel welcome and they, if, and if they don't understand what 
the type of culture or oh, that's so true mate that's so true one thing we we brought in quite quickly and brought staff in was like the 13 second rule which is from the yeah. moment they walk through the door yeah they should be welcomed and sh- and you know and there should be some kind of communication yeah. within the first 13 seconds they should yeah. not be stood feeling awkward and you're right i think one thing you said at the start there was actually the message they portray about their brand yeah so whether it be website social media um yeah. you know what are they actually showing those people because um I think maybe one of the mistakes initially, and I, I'll put hands up and say I was probably a bit like this as well, was that we looked at CrossFit as being good because it makes you a beast. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I, yeah, I'm people the same. outside yeah. of the bubble aren't interested in that. They that's intimidating to them. That's true. Um, and the biggest audience we have, like that, those beasts that are going to be interested in it, are the yeah. 0.001% of people yeah. in our population. Yeah. The other 99 odd percent uh, are people, normal people, every day that yeah. want to come in and train. But what I do love actually is I see a massive change in that trend with yeah. with, with CrossFit and functional. Uh, I suppose the next bit then in your journey is yeah. over at Shirefit Corby. Um, we got to a point where we needed to have someone come and help us out a little bit okay. because we were slightly understaffed yeah. and uh, the gym was starting to get busier and we had like a really cool reception that we couldn't man all the time. Um, so we asked uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Easter <laughs> man, um, Mr. Yeah. Josh, to come in and uh, and obviously you came in part-time yep. and come and helped us out um, whilst you were home, or, uh, you know, back, back from Dubai or, or from university to come and help us over the summer. And I suppose uh I think actually when you came in we were very much at the early stages of us how we were going to be training people come into the business yep. um and I think we've we're, we're moving forward to a nice point now with how we develop that okay um in terms of obviously bringing you in what was your experience in terms of just a, like a brief overview really of like yeah. your initial introduction into working with us and what you did yeah uh whether that be your training and all that kind of stuff and then uh, and then getting involved with actually working with us on a day-to-day basis yeah so transferring over from a member to a staff member it's, it's quite cool kind of change because <coughs> you as a member you come and train for a, a block hour and that's it. So you so you start. You come in, warm up, strength, wad, coffee, or um, a shake, on, and then leave. Whereas a staff member, you come in, start. You come in, either train before, so then you and you get talking to get talking to the members, and then you shower, and then and then you put your stuff on, your work clothes on, and you do the station you're at, and then from there you see a massive insight of behind the scenes which you really don't see as a member so like how all the system flows and how how each member brings a different kind of vibe and how each member can change an atmosphere in a really good way so you have one class and you have another class and the, they, may, they may do the same wad and same same movements but the whole vibe of the class may be completely polar opposites, and th- and that's quite cool because you s- you don't see it as a member because if you s- only if you're only situated to one class, then you you don't see that you don't see the the, the change in atmosphere really, and it, it's it's really quite cool because when you work behind like the reception, one of the main things you you want to do is get and keep that social um, vibe going, keep everyone talking, get everyone excited, lift pe- lifts people's mood moods up so they perform well when they're in the gym and also when they finish the workout they're going to feel tired so you have to make sure you support them and get them back up to back up and going maybe give them a, a coffee or tea or a protein shake yeah 
and then yeah, and then and then, and then send them on their way. Really awesome. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, what what you said there was key for us is like that reception role that we we that you've yeah. been getting involved with is actually really really important for us. Yeah. We always say it's actually the most important role we have in in the gym in our locations yeah. because they're the first person that welcomes someone they walk in and they're the last person to say goodbye when they go as well. Yeah. And you're the one that will probably be instilling that last thought pattern of what about that that last hour yeah. hour and a half was all about. Yeah. Um, and, that what, and that crosses over quite well with other gyms where I've been to in the past where they don't have that social area it's like one big open area and you, and you walk in you see all the gym equipment and there's like a uh, a till behind um, a desk at that point you put your card over to pay however much the session is and you can stand around just, just chatting whereas here and possibly other gyms as well but Shafit do that quite well is the waiting area is separate. It's not like a. I hate. I hate the name waiting area because I think of waiting area and you think plastic chairs or metal chairs in the corner with like all this um, crap coffee or and the, all this like or, or, or like a water machine in the a water machine in the corner. Where here, everything's laid out properly. You have places to store your bags. You've got nice wooden benches which have been put in professionally. You've got professional coffee made made by the roastery. You also got knocker. You got all different protein shakes as well. And also you have a shop as well, and the showering and the showering facilities, and that's mainly and that 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 put that, that portion of it crosses over into that question quite well yeah i agree so the whole idea of that is all about the flow of a member yeah, so we have like that a member flow story going. Yeah. yeah so the member walks in and that in essence it is a waiting area but that yeah. area of waiting area for us is actually just to start to build engagement it's like a social area yeah, yeah. So we treat the weighing area a bit like, for instance, um, and we've said, that, I, I'm not sure if it's another podcast before, but it's one of our sort of member pathways. Yeah. It's a bit like going to a nightclub. And as a uni student, you've definitely <laughs> been to a few of them. A uh, few, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when you go and queue up to go into a nightclub, there's that yeah. sort of like waiting awkwardness. Yeah, that massive and, line. You know, the, w one of the things that we wanted to do that is very much like you waiting to come in to go and do a class. The whole idea of the receptionist and the coach job role there is to get rid of that awkwardness by adding some communication and beginning yeah. beginning to ease people's tensions. Yeah. Because so relax a little bit. You know, naturally before you go into nightclub, you do sometimes feel a little bit nervous before you're about to go yeah. in. The music's going and you're about to go through the bouncers and walk yeah. in. That's just like walking into a big gym to it go is. and do a class that yeah. you know you're going to work right. hard or what you're going to do. Yeah. Um, and and then the process on from that are all relevant to that story as well. So you're you're right. I suppose. Um, what was your experience? Because you are famous for having the best nose at Shire Fit after uh, after the roastery training. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's quite a funny story. We have like we've built built little different principles in relevance to how we run day to day. Like you said, there you see yeah. behind the scenes, whether it be the way we do our online processes, the way we welcome new members, the way we help yeah. current members, and the whole journey they go on, and your role within that. Yeah. Um, and part of that is uh, is obviously other specialist little bit of training as well. Uh, I'll go back to the nose thing uh, to start off with. Uh, with the roastery, when you start to do your barista training, they have all these little sense, um, sense, sense bottles, and there's there's like oh, there's at least like tw thirty to fifty of these different sense sense bottles, and you get and you get uh, given like a tick sheet, and you have to smell uh, like, I think ten of them, and it could be in any order, anything, and you will smell these senses, and then. You tick what sense you think it was, and like, I was like, okay, yeah, I can smell that one. Okay, yeah, and I, I, kept, I kept taking all these boxes. I thought, okay, yeah, I probably got these all wrong. And so the um, the man behind who was who was delivering the uh, course, he was like, right, we'll do the answers, and um, 
Oh, it was with uh, Sarah, Max. I think Jake was there as well. And uh, he was saying all these, uh, all the answers. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And so these three answers I got right, which went to four, went to five, went to six. And then it got to 10. I was like, oh my God, I've got 100% on this. I don't know how yes, I've done Josh. that. And I think the record's unbeaten now. So Yeah, no that's, one's beaten it yet, mate. Cool. Yes, yeah. So I think you're, you're quite, pretty famous around the uh, the coffee industry now, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know about that one. But yeah, so obviously there's lots of different training yeah. that we try and provide for you guys yep. to get involved in things. But I think actually most of the training that we do is all in-house and yes. through experience as well, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, obviously uh, we'll continue to look to get you involved with everything we do at Shire as, okay. as, as we continue and as you're yeah. back as well. Well, as I suppose final little bit, yeah. As a new member, okay. what would be your like top tips for someone? So someone maybe about to get involved or just starting their CrossFit journey. Okay. Uh, what would be your from your experience? Obviously, being involved at lots of different CrossFit yeah. gyms. Uh, make sure you nail your technique. The weight will come with it. Um, just to really concentrate on like a barbell movement or even simple as how to squat properly or even how, or even how to do a burpee properly because as soon as you nail that efficiency in a, in a movement pattern then you, the weight will start to come a lot easier and you'll find your PBs will start increasing at a, lot, at a, at a faster rate and so say if we if you start if you start even with a PVC pipe and then you start f if you do a week's worth of PVC pipe work and then you go okay I'll try a barbell now and you'll, you'll obviously see a barbell is, is is 20 kilos heavier than a PVC pipe and then from there you'll experience put some more weight on and then that will come in even if a week or two weeks or even a month but you always start off with big PBs because your body is adapting to it and then you'll start then you'll start to slow down them with the PBs but then what people don't realize is they might have developed a a um poor technique, a, a poor technique or bad, bad habit yeah. and that's where if you really do train your technique at the start, that will that probably won't happen. But if it does happen, that's where you sh you strip back and like right, let's start at the beginning. Because myself and probably yourself as well, you find you pick up bad habits along the way, and just going back to a new member, like putting your putting yourself in that in that position, is a lot better than trying than trying to push through it and pushing through then bad. Recorrect it later on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I've I had loads of bad habits. I've still got loads now yeah. as well. <laughs> Um, well, but yeah, perfect. it's really easy to because of the competitive nature yeah. of CrossFit and trying yeah. to get really, really good quickly that you can sometimes yeah. sacrifice. And I, I think obviously in terms, I, I think so many gyms are doing it so well now in terms yeah. of teaching technique. It's not like it used to be in the common thought yeah. pattern of what it is. But because of the vast array of movements and the intensity in which you do them, it's yeah. so easy to make get small, lost. little errors. Yes, that's and true. And I say a lot of the time, those small errors... Uh, multiplied when yeah. you do that rep loads of times or That's when true. you repeat that training style loads of times so yeah. you're right yeah. I think um, the best member we have is the new members that come in and want to learn and really get that yeah, right open. first yeah. but yeah you're right technique and patience yeah. I think one more with that would be be social and th that, that doesn't mean come in all trying to be loud and trying to talk to everybody that's come in to say oh hi I'm, I'm this person my name's this oh how are you oh I work here I I've lived in the area for so many years or months or weeks or whatever and just like get to know people because once you get to know people you'll see these people every day for probably the rest of your life or however often you you train in the gym Yeah. and if you, if you get a, a good um, rep with them and and begin to talk to them and treat them with respect they'll treat you with respect back 
back. And that will show even in the team what to do. You find, oh yeah, you're right, so and so. I, I, I met this guy uh, last week on on a, a Monday morning, 6 a.m. You might see him at 10 o'clock on, on on a Saturday after uh, Saturday morning. It's like, oh yeah, do you want, can I help you do do team mod? And from that from from that point on, you always know someone, and then and then they they'll probably introduce you to someone else, and that kind of takes a spiral. And then obviously come to socials, and you'll find you'll talk to people from other classes, from other towns of classes. And that's one of the main things with team mod brings everybody together. Yeah. So that, so there's no separation in different classes. That's, that sounds bang on. I think yeah. you're right. Getting involved and getting involved. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose for it's uh, sometimes not getting involved in the sense like you said there, trying to be the biggest personality, yeah. but it's getting to know people. I suppose also knowing that um, one of the things we try and really dial in is that like doesn't matter who you are no. how good you are what you do yeah. anything like that everyone comes in they're the same per- they're the same yeah, on the, the same, same level and everyone's there just to help each other out and yeah. I suppose knowing that you know I know that most gyms are like that as well yeah, so go in there with confidence knowing that people are going to be friendly and they're, yeah. they're going to be there to help you out man that's fantastic pretty Thank good you overview much. there talking about obviously some crazy stuff like your heart operation yeah and, uh, iron man. and how yeah. You, yeah and how you got into how you got into sort of training and crossfit it's always yeah. an interesting story everyone's got a different way or reason they got involved with it Um, and then also talking about other little gyms which I think is really beneficial for gym owners or business owners Um, but mate thank you very much for jumping on thank you for having me we'll we'll have you on in the future where you can probably talk to us a little bit more in depth about some of the things you do at university at the minute as well yeah I'd be interested for that one fantastic mate speak to you soon bye bye